You're listening to the Conscious Pharmacist Podcast, a show for pharmacist healthcare providers who have answered the call to practicing on purpose. Now, here's your host, internationally recognized HIV pharmacist, author, speaker, patient advocate, and president of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services, and your Conscious Pharmacist, Michelle Sherman. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is Michelle Sherman, president of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services and your host for the Conscious Pharmacist Podcast. We're a proud member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network and we welcome you to this week's episode. This week, our episode involves like, what's the latest in the golden state? As many of our listeners know, um, there were changes in Medi-Cal, which is the California Medicaid reimbursement, um, in February of 2019, where retroactive clawbacks were going to be instituted all the way back to February of 2017. So the Department of Health and Human Services was going to claw back dollars that the pharmacies had already been reimbursed patients taken care of from now, three years ago, and um, just take the money back. And then in February of 2019, the new NADAC methodology for pharmacy reimbursement in the Medi-Cal program, which is the Medi-Cal fee-for-service program, was dramatically changed. Once this NADAC reimbursement was instituted, Pharmacies that were billing prescriptions to the Medi-Cal program saw a dramatic decrease in their reimbursements. In fact, many reimbursements for specialty drugs such as HIV drugs, hepatitis C drugs, mental health drugs, um, the long-acting injectables for um, mental health patients, saw not only a decrease in reimbursements, but reimbursements in the negative. This was completely unacceptable. So even though um, many states, many um, counties, excuse me, in California have managed Medi-Cal or managed Medicaid services, a lot of the specialty services in many counties are carved out. For example, in Los Angeles County, they carve out the entire HIV antiretroviral um, program. So those pharmacies in LA County are billing the Medi-Cal program for HIV drugs. And um, as of February last year, started seeing massive decreases in reimbursements in, in, in these prescriptions for their patients. So while pharmacies were trying desperately to take care of patients, their reimbursements were now in the negatives. And what business can survive this massive onslaught, this negative reimbursement is is unacceptable. So the California Pharmacists Association, together with a, a massive coalition of pharmacists, pharmacy owners, and those concerned with this, um, took legal action against the DHCS and brought a lawsuit A, to stop the clawbacks, and the second part of the lawsuit was to change this NADAC reimbursement methodology, which made no sense for patients or pharmacists in in California. This was so severe that pharmacies have actually already started closing across the state. 
So the lawsuit was supposed to be heard um, in, in the fall of last year, um, end of the summer. But instead of an actual hearing in Oakland, the judge decided he was going to do a written ruling. This, this drug on and um, the judge had not issued his ruling until DHCS said they're going to reinstitute these clawbacks beginning February 10th of this year, February 10th of 2020. The judge then enacted his ruling um, on February 21st, which was half a win for pharmacists um, and pharmacies and specifically for, for patients um, in California. And I'll read you um, a little bit about that. Also, what I want to let you know is um, Assembly member Jim Wood, who has been, who's a dentist and member of the California Assembly, has been very proactive in working with the California Pharmacists Association and crafting um, pharmacy-related bills over the years, many of which deal with um, PBMs and reigning in their egregious behavior. Well, Representative Wood introduced a bill on February 5th into the California legislature. It's Assembly Bill number 2100, which is a bill designed to amend. Um, it's an act to amend sections 14100.5, 14105.45, and one four one. Three four, of of to repeal section one four one three three point two two of and to add sections one four one zero five point four two six and one four one zero five point four two seven to the welfare <coughs> and institutions code relating to Medi-Cal. So if there's a lot of bipartisan support in the California Senate and Assembly to help patients in California have access to affordable health care. And the only way to do that, to have them have access to their specialty meds, HIV meds, hepatitis C meds, mental health drugs, is to ensure that pharmacies don't go out of business. It's all very well to have uh, recipients of the Medi-Cal program have somewhat access to health care, but if they don't have access to prescription drug coverage, we're certainly not going to be improving the health of Californians. So this bill was introduced. I'll read you some excerpts of the bill. Um, the bill is um, in the resources section of, of this um, show, so you can read the bill as it stands today. Um, also, if you go to um, legislator.com, ca.gov, you can actually sign up for updates of this bill and actually track it as it goes through the California legislature and hopefully eventually ends up on Governor, Governor Gavin Newsom's desk for, um, for signing later this year. Um, so this bill will change the, the medical um, code to actually incorporate a lot of these NADAC pricing and these, these issues that patients and pharmacists face and um, is a great step forward in making changes in California for the benefit of patient health and for pharmacists to be able to provide the extraordinary effective care that they need to provide to 
the citizens of California. So let's let's just go back to this ruling from the judge um, in Oakland on February 21st. So on February 21st, the federal district court issued a ruling partially denying CPHA's request for issuance of a preliminary injunction. The court ruled that the Department of Healthcare Services can continue to implement on a prospective basis only the new NADAC pharmacy reimbursement methodology first made effective last year on February 23rd, 2019. So essentially that NADAC reimbursement that started on February 23rd, 2019 can continue for the moment. However, the court refused to authorize the implementation of the new NADAC reimbursement methodology on a retrospective basis. So therefore, DHCS cannot go and institute those clawbacks that they were so eagerly trying to institute on February 10th of this month and take back money indiscriminately from from all the pharmacies. As was reported last week at the court's request, the department agreed to suspend retrospective application of the new methodology by recouping or clawbacking supposed overpayments as an offset against current medical pharmacy payments. In the ruling from February 21st, the court expressed concern that the implementation of of the new NADAC methodology on a retrospective basis may cause or exacerbate access concerns for medical recipients and may cause irreparable harm to the members of the California Pharmacists Association The court has requested further briefing on the retroactive application of the new methodology that it's unconstitutional and improper impairment of a provider's reasonable contract expectations. So again, back to, uh, you know, the California Pharmacists Association has co-sponsored Assembly Bill 2100 with Jim Wood. And um, the court will be notified and advised that it makes little sense for the department to take any further action which has the potential of being reversed by legislative action later this year in this current legislative um, section. Among other things, AB 2100, once enacted, would expressly preclude the director's, and that's the director of DHCS, efforts to apply the new NADAC reimbursement methodology for services between April 1st, 2017 through February 22nd, 2019. So more to come on this ruling and the passage of 2100. This is, you know, great things happening in the Golden State. And um, how can you help? So to all those pharmacists in California, I sure hope you're members of the California Pharmacists Association stomping and coming to legislative um, sessions up in Sacramento where we meet with legislators and talk about our patients and patient access and how the the structure of the NADAC and, and the clawbacks is irreparably going to harm patients and kill patients in California. So we can discuss issues along medical reimbursement, this NADAC and, and this issue with um, Bill 2100, as well as make it known about PBMs and how 
they are strangling not only pharmacies and pharmacists, but also irreparably harming patients and patient care in the state of California. So before I end this podcast, I just there were a few um, parts of this 2100 and this amendment um, to medical pharmacy benefits that, that I just wanted to highlight. Um, in section four, which is 14105.45, in section 13, um, one part of note is where it reads right now, specialty drug means any drug determined by the department pursuant to subdivision F of section 14105.3 to generally require special handling, complex dosing regimens, specialized self-administration at home by a beneficiary or a caregiver, or specialized nursing facility services, or may include extended patient education, counseling, monitoring, or clinical support. So that's what specialty drug means um, in, in, this, in this update. Another section I wanted to just elucidate on was um, section eight, which reads, notwithstanding any other law, if the department implements actual acquisition costs pursuant to clause I or or to or II of subparagraph A, the department shall update actual acquisition costs at least every three months to ensure the actual acquisition cost reimbursement methodology for specialty drugs ensures ingredient cost reimbursement sufficient to provide access to covered drugs and notify medical providers at least 30 days before the effective date of any change in an actual acquisition cost. Very important. Section I, the department shall make available a process for providers to seek a change to a specific actual acquisition cost when the providers document that the actual acquisition cost does not reflect current available market prices. The department shall update a specific actual acquisition cost before notifying providers and provide supplemental ingredient cost reimbursement for specialty drugs. Very important. This is how we're going to get past specialty pharmacies providing specialty drugs, HIV, hepatitis C, mental health drugs, from actually being robbed, if you will, and being able to provide patient care in an absolute deficit. Nobody's asking for massive profits or anything. All they're asking for is to be reimbursed in a fair way so we can take care of our patients. Section J, a pharmacy shall not be subject to a prospective or retroactive reduction of claims for reimbursement pursuant to the section as a result of the implementation of actual acquisition cost reimbursement methodology for dates of service on or after April 1st, 2017 through February 22nd, 2019, inclusive for claims for reimbursement that were reimbursed under the reimbursement methodology in effect on March 31st, 2017, except as follows. If the claim was for fraudulently submitted, the reimbursement of the claim had previously been paid to the pharmacy or pharmacist under the methodology in effect on March 30th, 2017, or services were improperly rendered by the pharmacy or pharmacist. Makes total sense. So this will be part of this new um, 
this new law very very important for pharmacies for specialty pharmacies there's much much more in this bill it's like 10 pages long um i encourage you to read it um track it at um through the california legislature so you can watch the passage of this bill the amendments that are put in place as it travels through the assembly through all the committees and then through the Senate and hopefully gets approved and lands on the governor's desk and is something that he will sign. Um, the next part of this bill's history will be um, a hearing in the health committee of the assembly, which will be around about March 7th or so. So there'll be much, much more to come. Very interesting to watch the passage of this bill and how it travels and gets amended um, through the California legislature. So again, I cannot stress enough how important it is for pharmacists, if you're not in California, you must belong to your state associations, to the American Pharmacists Association. These, these associations are working tirelessly, day and night, on the ground, grassroots efforts, and in the legislature, both on state and federal levels, to change the way and the face of pharmacy, to make sure pharmacists are reimbursed fairly, to make sure PBMs are dealt with exactly how they should be dealt with so that they do not compromise the care that we as pharmacists provide to our patients. And we do not put, not we as pharmacists, but they do not put patients' lives at risk. Remember, you can be the change. You have to get involved. You have to have your voices heard. Every voice matters. Let your voice be heard. And until next time, be the change. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Pharmacist podcast. We hope you subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. If you miss something, you can listen again or just read the transcript of the show on our website at mishrxconsulting.com forward slash podcasts. If you have a spare minute, don't forget to give us a review or rating on iTunes. Remember to practice on purpose. You're a rock star pharmacist and healthcare provider. And in the words of Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in the world. The Conscious Pharmacist podcast is a production of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services, your HIV pharmacist and pharmacy experts.